Hello, Andrea. Gosh, what an exciting time. Very exciting. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're lucky enough to have K.P. Haller here, who's now the executive director of the Sanctuary for Independent Media. And this has been a long, wonderful search. And I think we've got a tremendous match with K.P. Welcome to the Sanctuary, although you've been formally welcomed before, but here we go again. I am so excited. I learned a lot about you, but I always think it's more interesting what someone believes is an important aspect of their life. What has brought them to this place right now where we are as the executive director of the Sanctuary for Independent Media? It's quite a move. You've been with Albany Barn for a number of years and done so many other things, but what brought you here? What enticed you to come and join us? It was an interesting path. I left Albany Barn at the very beginning of 2022, and that was a decision that was really based on how confident I felt in the staff and the board that was at the barn and their ability to really move the organization forward. You know, having been the first ever executive director, I really felt like I'd done a lot to develop the organization and figure out how to make it real, how to bring it to fruition. And and then the thing comes to have a bit of a life of its own. I think it's important to then step away and let it evolve naturally. And so it just created, you know, a really natural point for me to go and try something else. I have a background in human resources. And so I was doing some human resources focused work was fulfilling in some ways, um, but I really missed the creative element. I missed being in community with creative folks. And so I wasn't necessarily looking, but um, I happened to see the posting for the executive director role. And I had a fondness for the sanctuary and some familiarity for its founders and the work of the organization and the, um, you know, sort of artists and organizers who brought it to fruition. And so I said, I feel like this is something I have to throw my hat in the ring for. Well, you know, it's interesting because you say you were doing human resources, but I had the feeling that you did a lot of work in the arts, that as a uh, as a creator in in many aspects of the arts, isn't that your background as well? It is. So I um, I'm a you know product of the sales school of fine arts uh, at Schenectady High, and so I have been a lifelong lover of music and theater and dance and visual art, though I don't have a lot of skill in that. <laughs> and so I had always had this love for the arts and for experiencing creative programming. You know, just being in in community with creative people was always really comfortable and fulfilling for me. But I didn't want to be a performer. Uh, so I went away to college and sort of decided to take a left-hand turn and lean into my aptitude for math and science. I ended up pursuing academic studies that weren't particularly engaging and I wasn't really loving. And that's sort of how, in a roundabout way, I became connected with the Albany Barn um, because in my sort of social life in college, I was thinking about student philanthropy and how can I do something more impactful? How can I get engaged with something that's really going to have some legs and and to do something more than, you know, raise a couple hundred dollars for, 
a big charity or something like that. So I came across this profile for the Albany Barn on MySpace, um, and I read about this intention to create a space and infrastructure that would support artists in their craft. And I thought, oh, I never even knew that was a thing that you could do with your life, but that's the thing I want to do. You've hit on something there, which I really wanted to explore. Administration, production, or development, it's such a creative thing to do. Appreciating the arts and being able to use that imagination and creativity and bringing out the best in people and and developing things and being aware and conscious of what the culture and the society needs is such a creative thing to do. And I think people underestimate the amount of energy and imagination it takes to put something like this together. Absolutely. Ideas are wonderful. And I always get so excited by other people's ideas. But it does take a lot of creativity and a lot of planning to make a creative vision come to life. And I have found great joy and a satisfaction for my particular brand of creativity in being that support role and figuring out how can this visual art come to life or this performance? What are the things that need to be in place? What type of support do we need if that's financial or people or insurance. You know, there's all kinds of things that are these unsung heroes of every production you see, every exhibition that you view has all of this back end stuff to it that is so often just totally overshadowed. And certainly as a young person, as I was trying to decide what to do with my life until I came across the Albany Barn, I had no idea that that was a role people played. I thought you either became an artist or you became an art teacher. And neither of those were really my thing. And so the way that HR came about really was that I um, was doing a lot of volunteer coordination and trying to figure out, like, how do you engage people? How do you um, make it beneficial for them and um, really maximize the contributions of people who are volunteering their time, particularly people who aren't getting paid? You have to really find that mutual benefit. Um, And so that's where the study of HR really came in. And while I was volunteering with the barn, I worked in an HR department for a mid-sized nonprofit that was pretty progressive and really did a good job of training people and thinking about its employees and how to have them have the best experience at work, but also how that translated into the best outcomes for the people who are being served by that nonprofit. And so I just kind of fell in love with that as well. Also, as somebody who struggled to figure out what my strengths were and how to turn that into a career, really learning how to do that for others from the administrative side of things. So this mix up of HR and and love of the arts played really nicely into my time at the barn, which was really about helping artists to connect their creative endeavors with a sustaining career. It's going to be exciting here at the sanctuary for you because I've just been reviewing over the past 20 years of the sanctuary's uh, events pages and what they've done. And I was astounded at the variety of international artists, of film, dance, painting, creating, television, uh, recordings, uh, audio, amazing amount of cross-the-board arts that we present at the sanctuary. It's really going to be exciting to see how we can even 
build on that some more and like the foundation is there. It's going to be quite a wonderful adventure, I think. Absolutely. This campus of facilities here at the sanctuary is like a, a curious and creative person's playground. <laughs> there are just... I love um, it. That's so true. You know, this unfolding and evolving mission that really could seem so complex and almost insurmountable if you just took it at face value, the leveraging art and science and participatory action to promote social and environmental justice and freedom of creative expression, like that's so all-encompassing. It can almost overwhelm. And if everything here was happening in this really siloed way where art and technology and media and science didn't talk to each other and didn't play in the same sandbox and didn't intersect and overlap and one didn't become a tool for the other, it would be absolutely an insurmountable task to deliver on all of that. But that's what's so wonderful about this place is that the folks who have been driving it forward have really figured out how you can use science for the purpose of discovery and then take what you've discovered and express how you feel about it or take action based upon what's been learned to really impact meaningful change, to share a story or to change a narrative. And it's all so intermingled and it all is so complementary, you know, that one thing really isn't happening without an interaction with the other programs and, and facets of the sanctuary. And so for me, somebody who thinks in big pictures and in sort of interconnected networks of things, this is really something that I'm so excited to wrap my arms around to really put my best foot forward and best effort into continuing to build upon this really tremendous legacy. This has been Andrea Cunliffe speaking with KP Holler for Hudson Mohawk Magazine.